Welcome to the Mind Muscle Connection Podcast, a show that is dedicated to educating you on applying science-based training, nutrition, and mindset strategies from some of the top minds in the industry to help you build a leaner, stronger, and more confident self. I'm your host, Jeff Hain. Let's dive in. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Mind Muscle Connection Podcast. Today is a solo episode and I have a topic that I want to dive into and that topic is how to increase food volume for easier fat loss and weight management. But first, before I dive into that, I want to go over a few ways you can help support the podcast. If you're somebody who's just focused on weight loss in the past and are burnt out of doing that and have tried that multiple times and you've lost it, gained it back, or maybe have never been able to lose it, and you're sick of that approach, and instead you want to try a body recomp approach, then my one-on-one online coaching program is for you. I help you lose body fat and build muscle with my body recomp training, nutrition, and lifestyle methods. We look at things like your lifestyle and biofeedback to individualize your training and nutrition program to you and your specific needs. There's also at least one or two bottlenecks outside of the training protocol that we figure out that are keeping you from seeing the results that you want to see. And also like the nutrition protocol, a lot of times people think it's just, oh, calories or macros. And while those are important, there's typically things outside of the that and the training that are causing you to not see the results you want to see. And we really figure out what that is that's holding you back there with that. So if you are interested in this, you can fill out the link in the show notes. You can reach out to me on Instagram and we can continue that conversation from there. If you aren't interested in full coaching, but you do want some guidance, I do have one-on-one consultations where we troubleshoot any issues you have and or map out a game plan for the next couple months. And that is also in the link for that is also in the show notes. If you want to learn more about a body recomp, what it is, how to do it, I have my free masterclass on body recomp and you can find it's free class and you can find the link to that in the show notes as well. Next, if you don't follow me on Instagram, make sure you give me a follow, Jeff H. O-E-H-N underscore. And that's where I'm most active on social media. I do Q and A's and whatnot there. And then lastly, if you found this podcast to be helpful in any way, if you could leave a rating and review, and that will help more people find this podcast. So with that out of the way, let's dive into today's topic. So I want to talk about increasing food volume for easier fat loss and weight management. So weight management would be, again, we're just trying to manage our weight, whether that be up, whether that be down, whether that be to maintain it there with that. And then obviously we know what fat loss is. So one common thing that I hear from clients is hunger, right? That's usually the most common complaint. And when hunger is high, adherence goes down the drain at that point, right? This can be for somebody who's trying to maintain weight. This can be somebody who's trying to drop weight. Again, it doesn't necessarily have to be just fat loss, but hunger is usually something that that causes people to consume more calories than they would want. And so without adherence to your plan, it really doesn't matter what you do. So if you're not adherent to what we're doing, it doesn't matter if you're doing lower carb, higher carb, higher protein, lower protein. If we can't stick to what you're doing, it doesn't matter. And I think a big problem I see when people do want to go into fat loss specifically is slashing your calories without any thought to managing hunger, right? Okay. Hey, I know I need to eat less and move more. So I'm just going to eat less. I'm just going to cut out all my favorite foods. And I'm not really going to worry about what that food is made up of there with that, right? It's just, Hey, I'm just going to cut out my food. And you know, maybe you're just going to try to eat the lowest amount of calories that you can. And again, people who side of, okay, what is that food made up of that you are consuming? Because that is going to play a big role here with us. I think this could be similar to the analogy of if you are just trying to cut out your expenses, you're probably going to want to keep in, you're not just going to cut out everything. You're going to try to maximize the things that are going to get you the biggest return on your quality of life. There with that, right? You're going to cut out the things that are non-essential. And that's very similar to this. Again, it would just be like, oh, you know what? My mortgage is 
it's a big source of cal, a big source of money spent. I'm just going to cut that out. But obviously you need to make sure you keep that in, right? So we don't just want to necessarily cut everything out. We need to be smart with what we do. And then we need to make sure that what we are bringing in is smart, right? And so this is why I work on increasing food volume with clients, especially during fat loss diets, especially. Again, you can even use this during times when you're trying to maintain weight. And this can be a very useful strategy to maintain your weight after weight loss, or if you want to maintain, if you just don't want to gain weight over time, but this can be especially helpful during fat loss diets. And the cool thing about food volume is this is something that you can use to help you stay leaner long-term as well. Like I said, it's something that not only will help you get lean, but you can also have it get you to stay lean as well. And as with anything, it's a skill and it can be de developed with practice. And so in, in today's episode, I want to go over ways you can increase your food volume so you're more likely to stick with whatever diet you decide to do. Because again, we know that at the end of the day, whatever diet you decide to do, however you get there, whether that is more of a, if it fits your ma macros approach, if it is a certain kind of quote unquote fad diet, you know, what types of foods you eat are going to be super helpful here to help manage your hunger. And just to start this off, dieting for fat loss and weight management is tough. It's not easy. It's definitely not easy to do in today's modern environment, modern food environment. Again, it's very easy to consume calorie dense foods, low volume, low food volume foods that make it very challenging to stick to the amount of energy that we need there. So the worst part is that the longer you diet, the more weight you lose, the tougher this process becomes. So the more weight you drop, the leaner you get, the tougher this is going to be to manage these things. For example, your body's going to increase a hormone called ghrelin, which is the hunger hormone. So you're going to see that increase. Leptin, which is the satiety hormone, will decrease as you diet for longer, as you get leaner. There was that, right? These are all things that are telling your body, hey, either eat more, eat less. And it, it does play a massive role. You can't really manage those other than just willpowering your way through, you can't really circumvent that that process, right? These are just natural things that are going to happen. Again, it's a survival mechanism. The body senses that you're not getting enough energy coming in for extended periods of time and is going to start to push you to go eat more food. Again, not understanding that, hey, in today's world, there's going to be plenty of food around. We don't really have to worry about that. Whereas hundreds of years ago, we didn't really know when our next meal was going to come. And so our bodies are very good at adapting to this lower when there's less energy around. And again, it, it pushes you by increasing hunger hormones and being like, hey, what's going on here? We need some more energy. Go get up off your ass and go and find us some food. Go find us some energy I'm here with that work. Again, in today's world, it's, that's just, unfortunately, it's there's a little bit of a mismatch there. So because of all this, one thing we focus on with online clients is finding ways to lower their hunger levels. So again, we want to make sure that we, we do our best to make sure we manage hunger levels. And so one kind of thing we can do here is increasing their food volume I'm here with this. Food volume is maximizing the amount of food you eat while still keeping your calories fairly low or at the amount you need to lose body fat without getting ravenously hungry. So again, think of food volume as, hey, I'm going to try to increase the amount of food I'm eating while not necessarily increasing the amount of calories exponentially. So you could take, I'm trying to think of a good example here. I always try to say chicken breast versus Oreos. That's one that always comes to mind. A four ounce chicken breast is going to be about 120 calories. It's going to get you about 20 to 25 grams of protein, maybe one, two grams of fat, no carbs, right? What is 120 calories of Oreos going to get you? Probably about two cookies, right? Which one's going to keep you feeling fuller for longer? You would imagine that protein, the chicken breast is going to be the one that keeps you feeling fuller for longer. So that's concept of food volume, right? You would take chicken breast, more higher food volume, you take cookies, something like Oreos, that's a more calorie dense, lower food volume option. So again, you could see where one's going to keep you feeling fuller because there's just going to be more food, more food volume with that. So that's the concept of food volume. Now I just want to kind of go over, okay, so how can we increase food volume, like our overall food volume in, in, in our diet? 
And so the first is don't drink your calories. And the biggest reason here is these calories don't fill you up. Okay. So you're getting calories. They don't fill you up. So that would be like at the bottom of the food volume. You're not really getting any volume other than some liquid and fluid in your body. But from a food volume standpoint, this is like at the the bottom you're getting depending on what you drink, hundreds of calories for no food volume whatsoever. And the trick, the thing that sucks with these two is our body isn't great at compensating for these calories in later meals. So a double whammy. So what that means is if you were to eat 120 calories of Oreos, your body may compensate for that later on by being like, Hey, we got some of this energy coming in. Whereas like with drinks, your body's not going to be as good at being like, Hey, we had 120 calories come in from drinks. Again, double whammy there with that. So we don't want to drink our calories. If we can switch to diet drinks, switch to low calorie drinks, or just switch to good plain old water there with that. So again, drinking your calories is the quickest way to really lower your food volume um, there with that. So we want to try to avoid that as much as we can. So you could see where if you're somebody who has a couple hundred calories from drinks per day, if you make that one switch right there, you're already just increasing your overall food volume throughout the week and just again, throughout your entire diet. So this would be something that if I'm looking at a client's food log and we're going into fat loss, to be like, hey, this is probably one thing that you do want to cut out during this period of time. Anytime a client is struggling with hunger, I'll look through their, through their food log. And the first thing I'm pointing out is, hey, calories that you drink, we need, this is, again, it's just adding calories. It's not helping you with food volume. So this needs to be like the first thing that we take out, right? And if somebody is tracking that, they're, maybe they're sticking to their caloric amount, but 200 of it, 200 of their 2000 calories is through drink. My first thing I'm doing is, hey, let's try to fit, let's try to fit in more fruit and veggie with those 200 calories. You can really increase your food volume by doing that. And then taking these calorie drinks and switching to a diet version of it. Number two, the number two way to increase your food volume, low fat protein sources. These foods increase your protein, which can also help with keeping you feeling full, but also don't add a lot of calories. So some examples of this would be low fat dairy, chicken, extra lean beef, certain fish, extra lean turkey, low fat protein supplements, and like things like egg whites. So this doesn't mean you should avoid protein sources with higher fat all the time. Just make sure it doesn't make up the majority of your protein. So a lot of people hear this and be like, maybe they like, let's just take like brisket or maybe a little bit fattier steaks or like chicken thighs or eggs or salmon. Like again, those are something like salmon. Again, it's, you definitely want to include that in your diet if you can, if you like it, because those are going to be some healthy sources of fats. But we just want to make sure that all our protein sources aren't higher in fat, again, maybe a couple per week there with this. Because again, that's going to increase your food volume or decrease your food volume if it is a higher fat protein source. Again, steak would be a big one where it's like, hey, you're going to get a lot of protein, but depending on the steak that you choose, it could come with 20, 30 grams of fat on top of it. And again, you made something that, hey, yes, it is protein, but now it has more fat. Bacon's one too that I see like people are like, oh, it's protein. It does have a little bit of protein, but it also has a lot more fat as well too. Again, we don't, when we look at protein sources, we don't just want to look at just protein. We want to look at, hey, is this coming, is this coming from lean source of protein, or is it also coming with higher fats? Certain porks as well too would be another one that I would put in this list of, hey, yes, you're getting some protein, but it's also coming with a high amount of fat and, and whatnot with it. Ribs would be another one too, where people are like, hey, that is a protein. Yes, it is, but it is going to come at a higher fat content. And again, this doesn't mean you can't ever have it. It's just, we want to be careful with this. And if we are struggling with hunger in our fat loss diet, we need to try to switch to more low fat protein sources here with that. Number three, cooking substitutions. So this is a great way to make your food 
foods tastier, but also save on calories. Examples of cooking substitutions would be things like spray butter or oil, using fat-free or reduced fat dairy, unsweetened almond milk for regular milk, and artificial sweetener for sugar. So again, if we're going to cook with certain things, try to switch to these things. And again, they can still taste relatively good, but now you're getting more food volume for less calories, right? So again, if we use a lot of butter in our whatever we're cooking with, try to switch to a spray butter because again, that's going to save you a lot of calories there from that standpoint. Same thing with dairy. If you use things that have dairy in it, try to switch to a fat-free one there because again, that's going to be, it's going to decrease your calories, but it's going to keep the same amount of food, right? So therefore we're increasing food volume. And then again, like unsweetened milk for regular milk or again, artificial sweeteners for sugars there with that. But use your cooking substitutions wisely and you can increase your food volume by doing that. Number four, use high volume carb sources. Carbs are important for energy. So for most, it isn't wise to completely cut out carbs. And you know, what do people typically do when they're trying to drop body fat? They just cut carbs out completely. I do think that if you're, you probably are going to have to decrease carbs, but the mistake there is completely cutting out all carbs and thinking all carbs are the issue. But again, your carb sources are super important here. Most people choose poor carb sources that don't keep them full. So again, they're choosing usually things that are a combination of fat and carbs. So again, like cookies, pizza, stuff like that. Even breads too, like as much as I, I I do utilize these things in people's diets and I don't want people to be afraid of things like bread, bread is probably a little bit of a, a carb source that isn't necessarily going to keep you feeling super overly full. So again, we would want to maybe limit that in a fat loss diet. Things like dried fruits as well, that would be something that would be a low kind of volume carb source. Some examples of high volume carb sources would be oatmeal, cream of wheat, potatoes, sweet potatoes, low carb breads, high fiber tortillas, popcorn, fruit, veggies, and even some rice as well too there with that. Again, we want to we want to improve our carb sources. We don't want to completely omit carbs from our diet because we know that's not going to be great from energy standpoint and probably from a body composition standpoint. But again, we just want to make smarter carb choices and that's a great way to increase your food volume. Another one that I didn't list on here would be beans, another solid one there. And that's also going to have a little bit extra protein in it as well too there with that. So just make sure we increase our high volume carb source. Five, use calorie-free, low calorie sauces and flavorings. These can help keep your food flavorful without adding any or many calories. Regular sauces and condiments can add a lot of calories for very little, if any, satiety. Look for zero cal- zero calories or low calorie sauces and condiments as well as salad dressing. A good example would be a salad dressing where you add it and again, it's higher in fat, higher in carbs. And then if you can switch to a low fat, uh, lower calorie dressing item, it's, hey, you're still keeping that flavor, but now you're decreasing the calories. And we know that these sauces and condiments are very calorie dense as well, meaning they, they don't add a lot of a volume, but they add a lot of calories. So it's, it's easy to consume more calories with these types of foods. So again, we want to utilize calorie-free low calorie sauces. Another good one that I can think of is like that G Hughes barbecue sauce. Cause again, barbecue sauce can be something that adds up fairly quickly. Certain hot sauces can be good because again, it's going to add some flavor, but usually low calorie mustards are solid options here. Just some ideas. And then again, switching from a regular dressing to a low fat uh, dressing can be super helpful. Again, s- switching to like a low fat sour cream or no fat sour cream can also be super helpful here. One thing that I've u- utilized uh, in fat loss phases to help me get more protein is no fat cheese. And that can be super helpful again, to keep some flavor, add some cheese, but also with no fat, but it's just adding protein, right? So a great way to add some food volume into your 
diet. And then six, eat more foods that take longer to eat slash chew. One of the biggest reasons processed foods tend to be overeaten is because they don't require much chewing and we're, we tend to eat them much quicker, which can lead to overconsumption of these foods, right? If we're eating foods fairly quickly, it's take, it takes some time for your brain to realize you're getting full. So if we're eating these processed foods that don't require much chewing, we can circumvent this process of your brain realizing, hey, I'm getting enough calories because we're able to consume these relatively quickly. On the other hand, foods higher in protein and fiber require much more more chewing and take more time to eat, which can slow down how quickly we eat them, which can get your brain to match up with your stomach and everything like that. Again, finding foods that just take longer to eat and chew can be super helpful. Like I said, again, something that you can eat relatively quickly without much thought is going to be something that's going to be easier to overeat. So things that you really have to chew up, harder type foods there on that are going to be key to help you increase your food volume. So those are my tips for increasing food volume. I just have a few other thoughts that I want to go over here. When dieting for fat loss or you're in a calorie restriction, state, you should put a high priority on increasing food volume. Okay. So this needs to be at the top of your list. Cause again, like I said, I've just seen too many times where people go to a calorie deficit and they try to, if it fix your macros approach to it. And again, their food volume is low. And then they're like, they really struggle with hunger. And then it's hard to stick with what you're doing, right? You get super hungry in a process that's already going to make you hungry. So it just amplifies it. So again, if we can increase our food volume here, it's going to help us manage that. And you can help lower your hunger levels, understanding that, Hey, there is going to be some hunger in the fat loss process, but managing it as best as we can is super key. And again, like I said, I just see too many people not have high food volume foods in their diet. Outside of fat loss dieting slash a calorie restricted state, you should have a good base of food volume, but you can reduce it. Okay. So if you're trying to maintain your weight or you're trying to gain some weight, you don't have to always keep super high food volume foods in. That would be a time where, Hey, you can dial it back a little bit because again, you're going to have more calories to work with. And you do want to make sure you eat enough in these situations. Again, decreasing your food volume during this period of time is fine. So let's say maybe in a fat loss diet, it's 90 to 95% high food volume foods, five to 10% of lower food volume foods. And then when you're out of a diet, maybe it's 80 to 20 percent there with that. My last kind of thought on this is you can only food volume your way so much. And what I mean by this is obviously in order to lose body fat, you will have to be at least somewhat hungry to drop body fat, like I mentioned. And so what you can only food volume your way so much to where it's like, Hey, you're, you're, there still needs to be some hunger in this process. Okay. You're not going to completely omit hunger or have it be gone. Like you have to be, you have to have this acceptance based approach to hunger. If you're trying to drop body fat. But what I also mean on this is you can't just eat a plate of veggies and expect to be full. Like your body still is going to want some calories. Somebody could hear this and be like, oh, I'll just eat really low calorie items, just really high food volume. Unfortunately, you're you can't circumvent this process fully. We can a little bit, but at some point your body is going to need just calories. Like I said here, if you just try to eat broccoli all day long, it's like you're not going to be getting enough calories in and your body's going to still be super hungry and it's going to want that actual, it's going to want some calories. So again, we can take this too far and try to over food volume our food. Also, another thing to look out for here with increasing your food volume is for some people, some of these really high food volume foods can lead to some GI distress. So you just need to make sure that you're choosing good sources for you and understand that for some people, too much food volume can lead to some gut issues from either like constipation or bloating or things like that. Again, you need to find that the happy medium for you. And this is what we do with clients, right? We take this, we take these concepts and then we have to individualize it to the person. Again, we go in with the thought of, Hey, we're going to really increase your food volume, but then for them, they have too much broccoli and now their stomach, they kind of get backed up, they get bloated. And then obviously it's okay. Hey, now we need to switch and see what works best for you. So there's probably going to be some trial and error and understand that you can overdo food volume, but most people 
way underdo it and they can improve on this. And remember, this is a skill. So it's going to be something that will take some time for you to get dialed in. But once you learn the concept of food volume, it really helps you with fat loss when you are in a fat loss phase. And then it just helps you with weight management following that, that fat loss diet. So hopefully this was helpful. Let me know if you have any questions and I will chat with you guys next time. Thank you for listening. If you want more free content like this, follow me on Instagram at jeffh91 underscore or visit jhhealth.net. See you next time.